This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 10th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on alts. We're going to talk about NFTs and some alts in a crypto dividend sense today. In motion, five-digit realm. Yeah, we're there. One day closer to a trillion-dollar market cap. This is where the big boys play, okay? Okay, so buying over crying. And yeah, I am offended by selling. And it's good to be back. It's good that Charlton paid up. He's sponsoring this show. Remember, to do a show, you got to send, I got to have $100 per show. It's been a little while. I'm back in Baltimore. Happy New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. That's why I'm back here. So send those super chats. Or you can do a PayPal with me. You could send Bitcoin and 23 Bitcoin make you a, bil- a millionaire today, okay? Hello, my elite friends. Ask questions. I've got answers. Do the super chat. Type in Bitcoin Meister. I've got a new shirt on. Salt Girl sent me five shirts like this. They're like biker style shirts. She's like, I got some extra material. You don't have to wear them. I, I really like this one. I really like it. So I'll probably give away the others, you know, to people I meet in person or not all, not the four, uh, maybe one of one or two of the others I'll give away. I'll try on the other ones. I don't know. I got, I have so many Bitcoin shirts, people. I think I have like 60 Bitcoin shirts or something. <laughs> pound that like button. It's been a while since I said pound that like button. Uh, here on YouTube. And yeah, so you guys make this show possible, but actually Bitcoin Conference 2022 is going to become a sponsor of the show also. We'll, we're going to have a show on Wednesday where I'm going to talk about that more. Wednesday morning, uh, we have a special guest coming on the show and we'll talk about the Bitcoin 2021 conference and the 2022 conference is coming up. And I got to sign the paperwork with them because Christians got to make it official, you know. We got we got to make it. Bitcoin magazines very official. Got to sign contracts with them, but they will be sponsoring a show every week. I'll, I'll have a show, so things will be a lot more regular here. But still, you know, to get to get your show, send send your super chats, dude. We need to raise a hundred dollars, and you, you get a show, um, and you also get a Bitcoin magazine show. Yeah. The, the, anyway, Bitcoin twenty twenty two. Uh, the conference in Miami, the best city in America right now. It's going to be in April and they're going to be sponsoring the show. All right. And I want to thank again, the people who helped, uh, you know, get this show off the ground. Charlton, Roger, uh, the guy who sent me $1 in Bitcoin, whoever that was, Johnny Midas, CS2, Johnny NY. If you guys contribute to this show, I'll say your name, whatever. Roger, I forgot last time. On last show, I linked to it, but I didn't mention it. He has a funny Bitcoin music video. It's linked to below. I think it's like the only thing linked to below right now. I haven't had time uh, to, to really add links if you're watching this live. But you can find out who Roger is, too. He's a good good Bitcoin guy. I put his Twitter below because I forgot to mention him last time, and he uh, helped helped set everything up or helped make it possible, uh, the, the, the previous show. 
So let me just uh, replace this. Yeah, people say great shirt. Yes, I am. I'm definitely live, people. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, long time no see, Frank. It's good. It's good to see you, man. How's everything in San Francisco? Um, it used to be the best city in America. Now, you know, with its horrible rules, it's and people defecating on the sidewalks. It's got its issues, obviously. Obviously. Woo, Frank. Am I looking good? Would I? Would I? Would I uh, attract some attention out there? On the streets of San Francisco. Anyway, let's let's go, baby. All right. <laughs> Still selling real estate, Frank says. Good, good, man. Keep on doing what you're doing. You sell the real estate. You use the uh, cash to buy yourself some more Bitcoin. Look at this thing. All right. So we, we're five minutes into the show. We haven't even gotten into. Remember, play this at 2x, people. You don't have to hear me talk about my freaking personal life and all this stuff I've been talking about. And uh, yes, tomorrow is 9-11, 20 years. Unfreaking believable. I will not, I will never forget the day. Uh, my grandmother uh, was over and she was, oh, I, I slept late and, and I just heard the TV blasting. And I thought it was because grandma couldn't hear. Uh, even then her hearing was not perfect. Um, and she was in great health back then. Um, you know, a blessed memory, my grandmother too, we visited her grave and everyone's grave, you know, but, uh, around Rosh Hashanah, you do this. So I, have been thinking about my grandmother and obviously Rosh Hashanah is the York site of my grandmother. So the first day of Rosh Hashanah, but anyway, going back to, to nine 11 back 20 years ago. Um, and we should never forget that day. And I never will forget that day. Yeah. And I just, I came running down the stairs and, you know, she was blasting a TV because she couldn't believe what was going on. And everything had already fallen down. I was like, Grandma, why didn't you wake me up? She's like, well, I didn't want to disturb you. <laughs> oh my God. So I slept through the whole thing. I, I just, I knew something was wrong. She's really blasting that TV. And so Johnny Midas said $20. Oh my dude. Thank you. Happy Friday, Adam. Have fun in Baltimore. Well, I'm, it's okay in Baltimore. We're going to get into why it's okay here. And how the mindset here is, is a lot different. Then, like in Nashville and Miami, uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, people are, yeah, their followers, it, 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 they don't really use their mind too much in, in the Baltimore area. There are a lot of scared people, okay? And I, I want to tell people, you know, they try to make this a left-right issue with people being scared of the virus and um, scared of uh, getting this. And it's it's not... For everyone, I knew conservative people who are scared of the, the virus still. Um, I know liberal people who are scared, don't want to take the, the, the shot. Okay. So, you know, to, to pigeonhole people and, and just to, it's sickening how people try to, you know, really divide and conquer that way. Um, but the, the thing that disgusts me is that, yes, people of all stripes have been totally brainwashed by the nonsense they've seen on TV. Conservative people are not, there are conservative people that are not leaving their houses, okay? That are scared. And for me, it's what, it's been 19 months now? Over a year and a half? And I have, nothing's changed for me. So to be, to be around people, family, friends, whoever it might be, associates, uh, because when I am in Baltimore, I am, around a, a, you know, different people, a lot more people than I am when I'm on the road, should we say. Uh, so I'm still shocked how scared people are. 
I haven't been exposed. You know, when I was in Miami, God Almighty, we, we were hugging 10,000 people together. And you get back to Baltimore, and I'm sure in a lot of other cities, it's pathetic. It really is pathetic and sad and scary just how brainwashed and scared people of all stripes are and how they have given up and how it's it's I don't know how these children are going to end up man I really do not know um when all they see is masks and they're scared of people not wearing masks and and it's not everyone but there is a substantial amount of the population that might be ruined forever that might just be mentally ill forever Okay, we'll get to that, back to that in a second. But thank you, Johnny Midas, for the 20 bucks. We're $80 closer to an, a new show. And for those of you who need a reminder, I, again, at the top of every show, at the top of the notes section in every show, I'm going to uh, just say how much we need for the next show. And some people haven't understood that yet, but just, just putting it out there again. And it is 252 here in Baltimore. I only have until a little bit before 4:30. I've got a call. I've got I got someone to talk to. So people want me to talk about this hex thing, and uh, I'm going to talk about it in its crypto dividend, uh, uh, the aspect that it was given to us for free, and you never buy anything for free. And there's going to be plenty of people like, "Well, you could have bought hex for free. You would have done great if you bought hex for free, dude." Over the long term, there's one savings device. It's Bitcoin. Other stuff is just speculation. Sure, the speculations do better than some do, at times do better than Bitcoin. I'm in the savings over the say over long term. Bitcoin is your your savings account, and it's going to be here in ten years. You do not know, uh, you know these altcoins, which ones are going to be around in ten years. So I, I'm gonna we're gonna talk about hex in a second. Don't worry, dudes. Don't worry. You know, I know some of you are crazy. Have you heard about Pulse Chain, Adam? Yes, I heard about it right away. I just don't mention it. I don't do free marketing for Richard. Richard is a marketing genius and he does a great job on his own. And it just shows you how in the cryptocurrency space, how in the Bitcoin space, how powerful marketing can be and how ignorant it is for people to reject marketing in Bitcoin. Okay. Because, you know, love him or hate him, Richard has shown how far marketing can take something that is just a token on Ethereum. And, and and just I welcome all of the marketing people who are even smarter than Richard and Richard's a very smart man to Bitcoin. So come on, come on down, as uh, uh, Rob Robbie used to say uh, on Bob Barker's uh, uh, show on uh, what price is right. So and the price is always right for Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Now I was in my car. The other day, not my car, excuse me, my mother's car, <laughs> my parents' car, my father of blessed memory paid. Obviously, they, it's it's an old car. It's a backup car. There's there's two cars at my parents' house, despite, you know, just my, my father being gone, but my mother being around. So when Adam's around, um, I drive the old car and I'm driving the old car on the old roads of uh, the northwest suburbs of Baltimore, the Jewish northwest suburbs of Baltimore, where I'm from originally. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I hate, I hate driving in, in this city, you know, suburban city areas. I, I like driving on the highways to get, I love road trips. This was not a road trip. I had to do something. And I start, you know, I'm trying to be productive. I think about Bitcoin. I think about the NFTs. 
and that it's it's all over the place. The masses, it appears right now that the masses consider NFTs to be legitimate, a, a way to show off how wealthy they are, uh, that, you know, they've got this cool asset. They don't just get to show it, you know, their, to their friends in, in the meat space. You know, half of them don't even go into the meat space anymore, but they get to show it to the whole world. Oh, look at this great NFT. I'm so special. I'm so great. Look how materialistic I am, blah, blah, blah. And it's really seeming to catch on with these people. Now, I would not pay a penny for this nonsense. But people are playing ridiculous amounts. And what I figured out is if people, if the normies get the abstract concept of NFTs being a digital asset and they consider NFTs to be legitimate, then Bitcoin is a much easier concept to grasp. We already have digital money. We've had, you know, our dollars have been digital for quite some time. We're, we're very used to this, young people and old people, you know, making internet transactions and, and whatever. So whatever, if it, I, I consider it a very positive thing because we're in an NFT bubble right now. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's silly. But I, I, I have said since the beginning that baseball cards could easily be transitioned to NFTs. Okay, that's one thing I see happening. But you know, this other stuff, you know, that Vinnie Lingham and everybody else is rambling on about. I mean, there's a lot of legitimate people that are talking about it. Um, and so, so the bottom line is, if NFTs are legit, then Bitcoin ain't going anywhere. Now, of course, I believe I've I've given you millions of reasons to show why Bitcoin isn't going anywhere. But this is something that's really simple to understand. NFTs are more complex than Bitcoin. Really, it, they are. Um, and there's a lot of legitimate reasons why uh, NFTs, I mean, I, I think there are a lot of legitimate arguments why NFTs shouldn't last. But if they last, if the, if the, if the 80%ers really love them as much as it appears that they may, then, whoa, does Bitcoin have a bright future? My Lord. So am I a fan of NFTs? You know, I'm a f I love that people try new things, okay? Let people innovate. Do not destroy. Compete. Don't complain. Pound that like button. Um, I forgot to unplug something here. Hang on one second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm still here. All right. So... Drinking my water, being healthy. I'll give you a health update in a second, dudes. We're going to talk about it all today, but we only got 90 more minutes to talk about this. But it's going to be a long show. So we've got to... I, I, are you following me on Twitter, people? Because throughout my absence from YouTube, I've been tweeting like every day. Really good stuff. I mean, it, it's there's been some fun popular threads. And, and, and I've, I've had a fun time updating everyone. I think I'm a great... Um, I forgot the word again. Uh, a, 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 a person who uh, curates very, very well on, on Twitter. I'm a great curator of uh, of Twitter information. Techball, T E C H B A L T. That is in fact linked to below. And God, there are so many subject matters I'm going to talk about today. I'm, I'm going to run out of time by the end of the show. I know I am. Oh well, it's just uh, more, more for another show. So Coinbase. At some point, 
announced that they're they're spending some money to buy altcoins. Okay, I, there was a very interesting take on that. Coinbase's crypto investments are really about looting the company for the benefit of uh, the VCs, which haven't done enough looting of Coinbase investors already. Now, I want to say this about Coinbase, if you're an investor in Coinbase. I mean, why not just buy the underlying asset, Bitcoin? No, you've got to complicate things. you got to complicate matters. And so what this guy is saying is that Coinbase has venture capital people that have invested money into it, okay? They want they want a return on their Coinbase investment, but they also want a return on all the other, you know, altcoins they're invested in, projects, crypto projects they're invested in. So Coinbase is invested in some of these projects. So this guy says it's looting. Uh, dudes, you know what you're getting into when you're buying Coinbase. You're not buying Bitcoin. You're buying a company that sells altcoins. And so, of course, they're going to maybe buy some altcoins too and buy into altcoin-related projects. Who knows what they're going to do, all right? So I have. there's no point in buying stock in Bitcoin, I, I, in, in, in Coinbase, excuse me. No point at all. They're going to do things. Coinbase is not screwing you. You are screwing yourself, okay, when you buy in the Coinbase and they do things like this. And, they, and yeah, it helps their venture capital friends. When they buy, use investor money that you have given them to to to, to buy a altcoin, and it also helps Coinbase because they're trying to pump their altcoins too. So they buy the altcoins that they're selling, that their venture capitalists are owning and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're helping insiders that help them. You don't have to play their game. You don't have to be a customer of Coinbase. You don't have to investigate. But there were so many people. Coinbase went public. I want to. I want to own a public crypto company. Buy, buy the real thing. This this Bitcoin, the real thing. Beautiful shirt. All right. So this hex thing. Now, I have I have seen so many altcoin flavors of the month. I've seen so many altcoins pump and dump and do all. We're gonna talk Pivix. Somebody mentioned Pivix the other day. You guys don't even remember Pivix. It was the Dash competitor. Oh my lord. And there's another one I'm going to talk about in a second, too. But what's very interesting about this, this hex thing um, is that Richard has a cult that just talks about it like anything. And because there's I, I don't there, there's certain people that that find hex to be dirtier <laughs> than certain altcoins. They won't even mention it. They call it a scam, they do this, they won't even so hex has become this elephant in the room that no one's going to talk about. And I don't really like talking about it either. <laughs> but it cannot be ignored what has what has occurred here. The, the pumping that is go it is it has gone up in price an incredible amount. And we got it for free. It was a when I say we, I mean Bitcoin holders. And he had you know, the way he had it set up that you had to lock 90% of it up, it was, some of us got lucky because of that. I wanted to dump it right away. I was able to, you know, dump 10% or whatever, you know, early on, and I, I thought I did pretty well. 
And a lot of people that got it for free ended up holding it longer than they planned. And then when they saw that it, at one point it had gotten pretty high when we were stuck with it. And I mean, I will admit when I got lucky, I wanted it to return to what it was worth in Bitcoin when I sold it for that. And then it was, it went down. So like I ended up, I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on. So, um, and there's, there's many, so this is the beauty of crypto dividends. Okay. You get this stuff for free. You, you never buy it. And then you, you get, you do well with it. You do well, you, you get lucky. <laughs> All right. And he had all these gimmicks around it where he he made it that I got, you know, he, you, you were locked into it. This staking and this, that, and the other. Well, it keeps on going and going and going. And because the dude is a marketing genius, and I said this from the beginning, I didn't think this was possible. But it, people value their wealth in hex. They value their wealth in this freaking hex stuff. All right? So they keep on buying this nonsense. So if you were lucky enough to have some you know, to like have some laying around still for that you couldn't unstake because it took you nine months to stake it in the first place or to claim it. And you had a year to claim it and all this. And I didn't claim it all right away. I wasn't in Baltimore. I wasn't, I wasn't available, you know, it wasn't available to me even to claim all the stuff I needed. So I, I but I want to go to what Richard's doing here. All right. And Adam, are you on Instagram? No, I'm not on Instagram. I can't be on everything. It's it's a very feminine thing anyway. I don't need people. If you want to look at me, look at me. But it is so, you know, I got, you know, I, I have at least one sister, as you know. My, my uh, she was talking about and asking me about Instagram also. So, I mean, and that's cool for my at least one sister that I have. And, um, but, but okay, let, let's not ramble on too much here about the, my, my sisters and brothers and uh, new niece. Yeah. So I, 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 so it's the elephant in the room and what Richard has done, he, he's made it, it's an ego coin. It's a rebel coin. He's playing into like the fact that people won't talk about it, that everybody is against him. It's, it's hex against the world, hex against the world. Okay. And so what, what everyone by not talking about it, he just plays up that narrative by, by us not talking about it, by ignoring it, by saying it's a scam, this, that, and the other. And he could run away with all, all of it at, at one point. I've said since the beginning he wants to be a billionaire. He might be a billionaire now. I mean, for, for all we know. The dude is talking, I mean, uh, showing Rolexes apparently now. and um, He's got this whole aura. And he, he appeals to certain people. That and there's so many people that are angry in this world right now that love that feel like the whole world is against them. So of course this is a coin for them. Of course. So yeah, he's a marketing genius, and um, I'm not saying he's a good guy or anything like that. But what the really main reason I'm bringing this up, besides the marketing aspect, is that people. One line here that I saw, there was an ignorant guy on YouTube or, or someone made a clip of just some guy screaming about Hex, okay? And he says, even when my Hex goes down, it goes up. And that is, that's staking right there. He's the guy, 
People want interest. We're in a we're in a negative interest world. So Richard created a very simple thing. All he did was create a savings account of what savings accounts used to be. They used to pay interest. Grandma, a blessed memory, used to have a savings account. It paid interest. By the time she left this planet, um, you know, this 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 physical world. Um, but what was the interest rate on my grandma's in, in savings accounts? 0.01%. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But so what Richard does is uh, he pays you 12% or 13%. 1% a month you get on this stuff, okay? What do you get it in? You get it in. You value your wealth in hex, which I think is ridiculous. But he's got this whole setup, these gimmicks. He's got this new one coming out now. He played off of the best holders in the world. He knew how to market it. He gave away his thing for free to the best holders in the world. Now he's dealing with the second biggest cryptocurrency in the world, Ethereum. And he's going to give them something for free also. And you know the funny thing about this Pulse thing that he's giving away? It's just, it's, it's just to pump up Hex also. It's to pump it up. It's to stretch it out. He comes up with gimmicks, gimmick after gimmick, gimmick, and they're not fully explained. Well, how do you exact? what is this Pulse thing exactly? And what is the, he makes up, the, he changes the rules of the game along the way. And it's gamification. And these people love it. Okay. So Bitcoin also pays interest, but people don't want to talk about that either. It pays interest in altcoins. It pays interest in crypto dividends, in, in forks, and in airdrops. So if people want to try to be the next Richard Hart where they make up uh, some weird altcoin on Ethereum that they give away to Bitcoin holders, that's great. I will take it for free. I will turn it into Bitcoin. The world wants interest in this negative interest rate world. He has shown love him or hate him, that that simple little, that's all his coin does. It pays interest. And then there are gimmicks around it too, okay? You get a free microwave. You get a free pulse chain, okay? So, <laughs> so Bitcoin, crypto dividends, it's free interest. We need to, to get normies into the Bitcoin space. You know, simply talk about we should make it easier. We should encourage people to keep on making their altcoins. Make your altcoins. It doesn't hurt hurt me. And if you're going to make an altcoin, give it away for free to Bitcoin holders, like Richard Hart did. And hey, maybe maybe you'll be as successful as him. I don't care if you are or not. What I care about is interest. Okay, I like interest, and we're getting Bitcoin holders get interest as crypto dividends as altcoins okay so i like altcoins because they are they can be interest for bitcoin i also like uh you know i have no problem with altcoins because people are being creative and maybe they'll come up with cool things that can be added to to the big to, to bitcoin so that's my take on the elephant in the room known as hex okay i i'm not going to talk about it for a while hopefully People have asked me about it. People leave spam in my Twitter and my my comments section, and that's that's an honest opinion right there. I mean, um, there are a lot of people that that you know they want to be on you know a, a team Bitcoin maximalist, 
And if you're, if you're like pure, you know, these purity tests, you have to rip on Hex and you have to rip on Richard Hart and you have to say it's a scam. You have to do this, then the other. And uh, no, I mean, I'm telling you the, the, the honest thing that, that that's, that's out there right now. How about de debating Richard in a, a live stream? Why, why debate him? What, you know, I've just given him a better review than not. I, I've complimented him. I've, I've, not, I, I've said that I have done well off of what he gave me for free. You, you guys live so vicariously. You can't even live. You live through these people. Like, why do you need him to, to debate? And you ignorant fool. He's been on my show twice before. Okay, check out the archives, disruptmeister.com. And maybe you're not, maybe I, I shouldn't have called you an ignorant fool. I apologize for that. But it, it, it's just that I, you're playing into his, his whole thing, this war against Richard thing. It, there's not a war against Richard. There's not, people say things about Hex. He, he's created this thing out of the blue that's worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. He's a billionaire. He's driving the best freaking car on the planet. He's got Rolexes. There's not a war again. You know, he, he, you bought into it. And that's why people are valuing their wealth in Hex. That's why he's a marketing genius. And I mean, what can I say? But to debate him, what is the, there's nothing to debate with Rick. I mean, that I think that his coin is not as good as Bitcoin. I mean, what the heck? Just like, who cares about that? He can have his. It's a, it's it's a non-zero sum game here. Okay, there could be all sorts of quote unquote winners out there. All right, Bitcoin is the best store of value right now. Hex is the best freaking flavor of the month altcoin. And if yeah, if if you bought it for less than a satoshi or whatever, you're doing great. But most of you people who get into this war type of thing. You don't have a strong enough hand to even hold that stuff. And the reason that you are holding it is because you staked it and he did it, the holding for you. I mean, <laughs> that's the genius behind it. These, these 80%ers that are buying it, they couldn't hold it. They couldn't hold it. He does the freaking holding for them with, with the staking and this, that. Um, but no, there's nothing to debate with him. There's like you... People are so – and Bitcoin – some Bitcoiners like this too. They think it's this whole big war thing. Bitcoin is a war on the banks. We got a war. We got to go fight. We got, no, dude. It's about improving yourself, saving – you know, becoming wealthier, having free time, you know, um, and, and just you know, think of yourself here when you're, when you're talking about Bitcoin here. That's some, some grander battle that you've got to sacrifice for or something like that. There's nothing to sacrifice for. Get rich, baby. Or have fun staying poor. Pound that like button. Now, <clears throat> um, okay. Hello, Sci-Fly Sci Earth 67. It's great to see you here. Now, how's uh, how's LA? What, what new rule do they have in LA? I can only imagine. I mean, here, it, it, okay, I'm not going to get into Baltimore anymore. Uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing how some people be beg for authoritarianism. It's it's un unbelievable. And, you know, and, and Richard is, you know, in the in this era where people look for these gurus. I mean, my Lord, um, is he is he really milking that to to the uh, to the best? And by the way, we talked about NFTs before and we're talking about pure Bitcoin people. You know, Nick Carter, he talks about how he got NFTs for free and he sells and he sells the NFTs. So, dudes, if you feel guilty 
about you know, getting something for free and then selling it. And even Nick Carter freaking uh, does stuff like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, even I, I, I do have to say, um, it sounds so simple. Even when hex goes down, it goes up. And, and that people really like that. People want interest. And so, yeah, Chris Black, Chris Black wasn't um, scared to talk about the elephant in the room, though. He said, um, eventually, uh, the risk of Richard eventually rugging hex holders is quite high. The thing is, he's always been quite transparent about this risk. If you understand this and you've still chosen to buy hex, then Godspeed. But you will get no sympathy if you lose the game. And I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to, you know, Rick, Richard put himself in a very interesting situation. He's an American citizen. I, I, I think there's no way he can ever step foot into the United States again because the, he'll be arrested um, because he's, you know, created a security or whatever he's created. I mean, I don't think he should be, I, I think it was, I think it's wrong to arrest Richard Hart. I don't think the United States government should, should, um, do anything if he, he comes to America again, but I just, don't, I don't see how he could come back to America. I just, how, how like authoritarian and, and just how, how the government just loves to oh, interfere in every aspect of everybody's financial life. They want, so, you know, he, Richard Hart has printed money out of thin air. They don't, the, the government doesn't like when someone does that. And um, especially when he might've, you know, sold the, the money he printed out of thin air for Ethereum. And so, yeah, he can't come. But so I don't think he's going to do a rug pull anytime soon, but I agree. I will have no sympathy for the people who get screwed. If he does do it, you're screwing yourself. You're, you're gambling right now. Okay. You're totally gambling. He has the, if you don't think he could do it, you're wrong. It's centralized. He could do it. I don't, I don't care if he does or he doesn't do it or whatever. Um, it's, it's gambling and, um, he's a good marketer and that's it. <laughs> That, that that's all I'm going to say about it uh, for now. Um, Bitcoin's uh, realized market cap, which uh, reached an all-time high recently of $378 billion. For all you uh, for all you people who panic every time that it you know hits fifty thousand, but then goes back down to uh, what's it right now forty five thousand. It's realized market cap. A, a, a better way of measuring it than it, it's just it's regular market cap. Um, was at an all-time high, uh, according to this decrypt article. I don't know what day it was from. You know, I've been taking notes for the last, you know, the, you know, I'm not doing a show, but I write down ideas every once in a while. And then, uh, so I don't know what day that actually came out. Here's something that Bitcoin solves. This is from Reason Magazine. We're talking about the government trying to be in everybody's financial business. Well, here's something. DEA seizes life savings of New Orleans grandfather without charging him uh, for a crime. Uh, the case is the latest example of people who say their savings were seized in airports, despite it being perfectly legal to fly domestically with large amounts of cash. So, I mean, it's amazing. You've got, it's, it's, it's legal to have a, a, a wad of cash with you, your life savings, but Hey, the DEA can take it. Uh, Bitcoin solves that problem. If you get the Bitcoin, it's unconfiscatable. Okay. Uh, also going back to Hex real quick, love it or hate it. Um, it's a shield for Bitcoin. If he did come back to America, it would quickly uh, be a shield uh, for Bitcoin. He would be a shield for Bitcoin. 
Real quick uh, health thing that I've learned about in the last month. Um, you know, people argue, are you, do you eat meat? Or are you a, a vegan? Are you this, that, and the other? There's this, you know, there's the carb diet, the, 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 the fat diet. There's something in between that I, I, I learned about that I never really thought about that I have been eating a lot of lately. The bean diet, the bean diet. There's a woman out there. And again, I've read about, I found out about this woman in the notes section of a health video or in the comment section. Because again, I just don't drool and watch videos and see pretty faces like mine and pretty shirts like mine. I actually read the notes section. I read the comments. I comprehend what they're saying. Someone mentions a woman I never heard of called Karen Hurd. You can look her up. Karen, like a screaming Karen, K-A-R-E-N, Hurd, H-U-R-D. And she is, uh, she had a sick daughter at one point and she used beans to help cure the problem. She's from the St. Louis area. Um, I'm obviously went to college, Washington University in St. Louis. So I, and St. Louis is the Baltimore of the Midwest. And uh, so Karen Hurd, um, I, I wish I could link to this video, but I'll try to link to this video if I have time below. Um, it's She says uh, the beans help with your bile health. It's interesting. Google her. You'll find the video. She is not really good with social media. She really doesn't put herself out there. You, you can tell she's, she's a very smart woman. Beans. Check them out. I've been eating a lot of beans lately. <laughs> All right. Now, um, Yes, altruism during uh, the virus. Some of these screaming Karens think we should all suffer the same. They, they just, they're so, such victims. If they're suffering because they're locked down, you should suffer too. It's unfair that you've got to have fun this last 19 months like I have. Been, you know, I've been to so many different cities in the United States. I've seen it all happen, baby. Um, but part of altruism, you know, you know, sacrificing for others. Yaron Brook expands upon this in his videos. Part of altruism, there's there's a dark side to it. It's just like, we should all suffer the same. If I'm sacrificing, you better be sacrificing. What a sick concept, okay? That's why you gotta love certain aspects of Yaron Brook, his his love of life, and, um, you know, the, the whole... Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand philosophy, um, which is, of course, you know, live for yourself. Okay. You only got one life, people. Uh, so Biden's uh, got these mandates. <laughs> people just continue to be defiant, as I say. Uh, he's scapegoating. It's just amazing how sick and low some of these sociopathic leaders and regular people on social media will go. They don't realize how it's mimicking the 1940s so much. They are scapegoating the unvaxxed to, uh, you know, to, to deflect from their own failures, to, to try to make up excuses for why things are the way they are. Um, with respiratory season just around the corner, the unvaccinated are going to be scapegoated for when our government has once again failed to achieve the impossible task of stopping an endemic virus from circulating among a massive population. So people, it's for most people, it's not that bad of a virus. It's not going away. 
So since it's not going away, they want to blame people. And it's also a way to power grab. You know, scapegoating is the lowest of the low. And that's why it sickens me in the cryptocurrency space when people try to blame other people for, for you know, the Ethereum people are so bad. They're the cause of our problems. I hate scapegoating. I th- I, I'm so anti-scapegoating. But it's, it's, it's the big new thing. Well, in, in, in America or in the, wor- the Western world, in the world, what's been big the last 19 months? You know, being a snitch, uh, scapegoating, worshiping authority, not thinking. In the 20% of Bitcoin overlay, though, we've been doing the opposite for quite some time. I'm a, I'm a proud member of uh, the, the 20% or individualism is the uh, uh, accomplishment. Okay. Collectivism is a default. We've seen that uh, in all sorts of ways. And we have a significant, I will say minority who are just going further and further down this loser rabbit hole of authoritarianism, of scapegoating, of fear, of mental illness. And it seems to be more of that in East Coast cities <laughs> and some of these you know, so-called progressive cities. They've just dug themselves this hole and they worship authority. They just want solutions and they will accept any solution. They will not think about the solution. They will not realize that it's not a solution. It's just a power grab. And they won't even take into consideration, you know, does this person even know what they're talking about? Does Mayor Brandon Scott know what he's talking about? Does Mayor Eric Garcetti know? No, they don't know what they're talking about at all. Um, it's just when you're scared, you're willing to accept so much. And I don't know. I've In Baltimore, it's bad. But in the Baltimore area, it's just, I mean, people are forever changed. You know, traditions change over time, okay? I am not a person that thinks, you know, hold on to tradition for the sake of tradition. But what this virus has done for some people, you know, when I when I go to Rosh Hashanah services, it's not the same amount of people anymore, okay? People have given up their religion. This has become their religion. This fear, this sickness has become their religion. And their traditions I mean, if you wanted a way to destroy society and to make them worship a government, I mean, this would be the perfect uh, setup, Uh, this fear-induced virus stuff. And so, again, I'm not, you know, into blindly holding into tradition, but I'm not into blindly killing tradition either. And to just say, I'm giving up everything, because I don't want to leave my house anymore. And there are a substantial amount of people that don't want to leave their houses anymore. That cannot, uh, you know, that are scared of seeing people without masks and, and just, wow, it's really hit me um, being in Baltimore more so than being in Nashville, where I see so much being built in Nashville um, and in Miami, so much being built, so much, um, just so much happiness and partying. And here, I, I mean, I've seen people give up their traditions, their religion, their, um, their freedom. And at the same time, there is a certain, uh, people in, and I don't want to make generalizations, but there are more, I've run into more people in, you know, East coast type cities like Baltimore 
And Baltimore is the biggest loser East Coast city there is. I mean, we're the worst ghetto there is. There's no that that's like that's an objective fact that of all the major league cities on the East Coast, you know, north of Washington D.C., the Boston to Washington D.C. corridor, Baltimore's the worst. There's no it's the most crime infested, most dangerous, the most it's lost the most population. It, it's but yet there are people in Baltimore. You'll tell them that you were in Nashville, okay? And they will look down. They will think they have a certain level of sophistication. Oh, they're they're racist in Nashville. How can you be Jewish and be in Nashville? Like you, you or, or, or and, that, and I've had people tell me, not necessarily about Nashville, but you know, you go to a city, other cities in, in Tennessee. You know, they make it like it's like the KKK dominates Tennessee. People on the East Coast, a lot of people are stuck in their cities. They're stuck in their ways. They don't even travel to these places. And so this loser mentality, this tree mentality, where you're not willing to be in motion, um, it, 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 you know, it, it bleeds into all sorts of aspects of your life. You're not willing to try Bitcoin. Um, you know, you're, you're going to listen to the government. Uh, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to lock yourself down and everything like that. But I, I actually physically go to different places. Okay. And these so-called racist places where you should be scared to be a Jew or scared to be a black, it's total, it's totally the opposite. These places are growing. These are where all sorts of people, minorities, all sorts of people are moving, becoming successful. All sorts of Hispanic people uh, are, are working in, in, in Nashville. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to bring up later in the show, and I tweeted this out earlier, and I know this is becoming beyond Bitcoin, but whatever. I can talk about it. It's my darn show. Fast forward if you don't if you don't like it. If play to two X, there's there'll be other Bitcoin stuff I'm talking about, but just you know, there's so many people in the native population that want to blame things on immigrants, and and, and, um, and yet they they're not willing to move, they're not willing to change, they're not not willing to to try something new, and just just make up the, the lamest excuses. For, well, that's a hick state. Tennessee's a hick state. Florida's a hick state. I mean. These places are doing so much better than Baltimore. But what I wanted to say that I just lost my train of thought, Toby. <laughs> no, oh yeah, now I remember that the Hispanic workers. So things have become so extreme in America that the native population is just so willing to stay home and get a check from the government. I, on these construction sites in, in, in Nashville, all of a sudden they're female Hispanic workers. I had never seen a female worker on a construction site before in my life. And what I figure is what's going on is that, you know, they they want the dollars. They're sending it back to their countries, their countries it, that they came from originally. It's, it's worse there. So for those of you that say the dollar is being hyperinflated away that no one's going to respect the dollar. I mean, we got a situation where people are willing to leave their countries and be just work these really rough jobs in America. And you people getting all these government checks that are scared and complain, um, you should be very grateful. Uh, of the situation that the dollar is so loved that you can just smoke weed all day, be scared. And it's, 
you know, it's going down in value. Bitcoin is better. But these people from around the globe, and this is why you, you cannot be against, well, why I am not against immigration. I think, I, I wish we didn't have all these social programs in America. I would be for total open borders if we did not have a welfare state, okay? But we do have a welfare state. And as long as they, the immigrants come here, and I don't care if they're illegal or not, all right? If, if they don't vote, if they don't try to change, I think the way it should be is this, just, just don't give them voting rights. And most of them aren't getting voting rights anyway, okay? That's, that's not, because if you, if they get the voting rights, then some of them, unfortunately, they're clueless enough that they, they'll vote in socialism, they'll vote in to steal more from me. I'm not happy about that. I, I don't like that. But what I, I do, what I am observing, because I am going different places, actually, you know, seeing these female Hispanic uh, workers is a sign of the dollar's strength and of the good, the great situation in the United States of America, that the United States of America during this these last 19 months is the best country to be in. Um, and I, I just, what's your interpretation? Am I, am I putting too much into this? That, you know, why you, why are fee, all of a sudden female Hispanic construction workers are out there? Um, I'm saying because the, the regular citizens of America, they're spoiled, they're fat, and um, we have gotten to a level of freedom in this country and success where we can have other people do our dirty work. You know, everyone, there's all these people complaining that they're poor in the United States. You don't even have to do a dirty job anymore. All the immigrants do it for us now. Female immigrants are doing construction now. Uh, all right. So we, we've we got a leisure world here. Use your heads. Get into the cryptocurrency space. We don't have to do dirty. I mean, it, it's, it's, there's so few people. I mean, it's immigration. Does, it is a legitimate, uh, something legitimate behind immigration is it, it gets the, the native population to a point where we don't have to do hard work anymore. And of course I haven't had to do hard work because I'm with the college and I'm smart and everything like that. But even if you don't, if you, if you don't do that and you don't have to go to college anymore, but you don't have to be smart anymore to avoid hard work. Okay. Get into this Bitcoin stuff. All right. Now. Uh, all right. I rambled about that longer than I planned to. Hey, but at least I got out of, I, so I, I don't like this sophistication, this fake sophistication. We are not Baltimore people, Boston people, New York people. You're living a freaking pipe dream if you, you think you're more sophisticated, if you're better than people in Nashville or people in Miami, okay? No. Those places are great places too. Um, just because you've got some college degree and they don't doesn't mean you're uh, – and it doesn't mean they're racist. You know, just, just blindly calling people from the South racist or anti-Semitic or whatever or, and, and thinking that they're going to not like you, you're the one not liking them, all right? And those places are growing. And by the way, there's a lot of for, – for those of you who just love to fit in and fitting in is overrated and you love to fit in with this fake sophistication, the funniest part is, is that the smartest of the fake sophisticated people here on the East Coast, the smartest of the smart, the, and they do it quietly, they're the ones that are moving to Tennessee. 
They're the ones that are buying property in Montana. They're the one, and, and same for the West Coast sophisticated people. They're the ones who are buying um, property in Salt Lake City and Boise and, and Spokane and have been doing it for a while. Yeah, and they'll still call the people on Montana hicks and dirty and this and racist and KKK people. Yet they'll, they'll, they'll sow that narrative. They'll spread that narrative. Yet they're the ones buying $2 million homes in Bozeman, okay? So think long and hard before you try to fit in and call everybody a hick and blame all those people for why the virus is spreading because they, they didn't get the, uh, you know, they didn't get the, uh, the shot. You know, just just join in the this you blindly join in the freaking uh scapegoat parade. But the ones who are leading that narrative, they're the ones who are silently getting richer, living the freaking good life in supposedly these scary places like Idaho and Tennessee and Montana, which I, I can't wait to um I think what I'm gonna do when I come back for November for my father's yurt site, I think I am gonna buy a car just to, to own a car. To just just take a road trip car. I'm going to buy myself a road trip a trip car because I don't own a car. I haven't owned a car for quite some time. But I think the time has come to buy like the cheapest possible new car just to like put. I, I love road tripping. That's something that I value, and I, I haven't gotten to do it since I drove now over a year ago from Baltimore to Asheville when I got that awesome deal on a rental car when everybody was scared to like rent rental cars and and the prices had dropped so much. Now they've gone completely up. But of course, I was in motion taking advantage of it. Anyway, I'm going to buy myself a cheap car. Um, and I can afford I can afford a great car if I want to. I just, I'm not into that. I, I, I like how the Maserati looks. And I like how Richard Hart's car looks. And, um, but I just can't do it. There's something in me that won't let me do it. Um, I don't know what it exactly, I have to study that psychology. Um, I just haven't had time to do it, but, and I don't want to run. I want an, a con, I want a fuel efficient car to drive when I'm doing my road trip. I don't want to drive around a Maserati, uh, the Southern United States and the Western United States. I don't think that I, I'll get jacked probably. That's a safety concern, but still I could get a really nice SUV or whatever. I, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> just like cheap. I was wrong. I got to enjoy life more. And I, I am enjoying life more. And uh, so, yeah, I look forward to driving um, what I might do in November. Because um, I wanted to road trip. I love road. I love, I love seeing. I love reporting on this to you people. Because the unfortunately, you know, people are coming up with these fake news about, so, you know, we lived through it in Miami during the Miami Bitcoin conference. How they said, it was a super spreader event and it wasn't at all. And so I've been to a fake super spreader event. I, I can tell you how just the media lies about everything. I can tell you how, how confused everyone with their fake sophistication is about different regions of the country. Okay. And so I, I really, I want to see more. I want to see New Mexico. I want to see, there's, there's so much I want to drive around and just see and report back and just bust those freaking myths. Okay, we've got some more money has been sent my way and more questions. Remember, if you want, you could type in Bitcoin Meister or send a super chat. I will answer your questions. So Anthony Monero, who's in France, I believe, sent me 10 euro. What the hex is going on, Adam? I hope you got free hex. One, one in a year, half years ago, I did get free hex 
I think it was one and a half years ago, and then a little bit less than that because I spread it over time. Yeah, I, I got for, of course I got free crypto dividends. I I I told people you know what to do, and I was pretty annoyed by it at you know at the time um, when he was giving it away for free. But yeah, if you got stuck with it, you got lucky, and some of us got stuck with it. Um, but I am not a person to say, you know, because I wasn't thinking about, you know, I wasn't, I was just collecting the interest. I wasn't thinking about it. So I can admit when I got lucky, but for the people who just, you know, blindly accused, you know, Adam Meister, you got lucky because you bought Bitcoin in 2013. No, 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 no. That wasn't luck. <laughs> that was me thinking about studying Bitcoin for, you know, for quite some time and just going all in on Bitcoin from 2013 to 2016 and saying, you know, this is the future. Um, so, you know, ending up, you know, there was some proactive, you know, I got my crypto dividend, but because of all the nonsense staking stuff, I got stuck with it. That was, that was the luck part of the, the hex for me. But so craigship.com, who, um, once I get my freaking car, well, I'm going to get a Versa or something like that. I don't know what I'm going to get. Uh, once I get the cheapest freaking car possible, I will drive to a Craig Ship's uh, undisclosed uh, location near Camp David. Uh, but he says they are also buying Bitcoin from those with weak hands. Who is also buying Bitcoin from those with weak hands? Everybody, when you buy Bitcoin, you are buying Bitcoin from people uh, with weak hands. It's amazing that people are, are still selling Bitcoin. I, I can't grasp it, but hey, man, weak hands are going to do what they're going to do. Um, but yeah, keep on, uh, Craig ship always reminds people that I, uh, I said, you know, get 21 Bitcoin, you'll be set. What was that? A was I right about that? Or was I right about that? Was, what are we at? What are we at now? What, how many Bitcoin make you a millionaire right now? 22, 23, something like that. I don't know. He says, Craig ships is buy a Toyota. I might get a, um, the cheapest Toyota out there. I was thinking about that too. There was a time in my youth uh, where I thought it was wrong to buy a Japanese car that you weren't uh, supporting America. No, what is wrong is that we put tariffs on these freaking uh, cars. Okay. Free trade, baby. Let it all come in here. Let Capito complain. The consumer, the American consumer should be able to buy the freaking best car out there. All right. Whatever he wants. Uh, so no, I'm not, I, I was ignorant back in the day. Of course, I was ignorant about a lot of things. I was a young kid. <laughs> it was fun to be a young kid. Take full advantage of being a young kid, by the way. Health is uh, very important. And pound that like button. And yeah, you know, value your wealth and women a little bit uh, when you're young, when you're 18. And pound in college, you should be pounding other stuff other than the like button and uh, <laughs> and beer. If you know what I mean. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Marty's Al is in the house. That's a dude who's been a guest on this show. UK Bitcoin Master's been a guest on this show before. Wow. We've got all sorts of awesome people on this show before. Heck yeah. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Yeah. But I mean, people want interest so much that they will value their wealth in altcoins. It's gotten to that point. Negative interest rates. This is a government created insanity. 
just so something that would not exist in the free market. Now, uh, gosh darn, I wanted to say something else about the government and uh, something they, they created. Hey, I forgot now. Anthony Moneris is another 10 euros. Thank you. Did you hodl, hold your free hex because one hex is worth uh, 552% more since you're that's not why I held it. Dude. I held it by accident. It was an accident. It was, a, it was, I got lucky. I didn't, I didn't, you know, and I didn't hold all of it. I wanted to get rid of all of it. Yes. You are spread. You are doing, you know, I, I like you, Anthony. You're, you just show how much, what marketing can do. Richard repeats the same thing over and over again, that it's going up 552,000%. And you were just spreading the word for him. And he's got an army of people doing it. He has created, you know, we've talked about different tri tribes built around money. He has mastered that. In the 2020s, this golden age is the first time we've had tribes. We had tribes built around religion. We have tribes built around fear. Tribes built around uh, Democrats or Republicans, around politics. In the 2020s, the golden age, we have tribes built around money. And Bitcoin is the biggest tribe, okay? Ethereum is the second biggest tribe. After that, we then we had Dogecoin. What this dude has done is he's built a, a really big financial tribe. It's a cult around him himself, around his ego. And, you know, you're free to keep on promoting it and whatever. If you watch the beginning of the show, I don't know if you watched, I don't think you watched the beginning of the show, maybe. Um, you know, I elaborate on why I'm bringing it up, why I think, Crypto dividends are awesome, and how this shows that crypto dividend that you know getting free altcoins. There's nothing wrong with getting free altcoins. I still, you know, you are going to point out that it's gone up five hundred eighty thousand percent, and thus it was good to buy it. No, I'm still sticking by what I say. You don't buy something you get for free. If you had Bitcoin, you would have gotten this for free and done absolutely great. You deserve it, my friend. I am very happy for you. Well, thank you again for the five dollars, the five euro you just sent. And dude, I helped you did well in whatever financial endeavor you got into. I know you got into Bitcoin. If you got into other things too, you got into other things too. Cool. And I hope you got free hex. I hope you got free B gold back in the day. I hope you got free B cash. That you know, the, the, another one just. Um, I, I, the thing that was B cash ABC just pumped too. It's called E cash now. You know everything is freaking pumping. It, it's crazy. Um, but that's not that's no reason to buy these other things. But I did want to point out. I think it'd be funny if the other crypto dividend of B cash. And by the way, for all the you who are Bitcoin holders, and I know there's some of you out there. There are some of you who are Bitcoin holders who control your own private key, who have never gotten your Bcash yet, you can still get, because you never uh, split up your Bcash, that means you never split your BSV from your Bcash, you never split your eCash from your Bcash, you can still get all that stuff for free. Um, whatever happened to Rhombus, uh, JJ Vault said. You know what? Um, you can still claim it, I believe. And it actually was going up on price on some backwater Chinese exchange. So if you would have claimed that free rhombus crypto dividend, you it, it kept on going up in value. I don't know why people were buying that stuff. 
I don't know how it was like the lowest of the low of airdrops. And I think it's still going up in value. People are still buying it on some Chinese exchange. So you could have dumped that for Bitcoin. Anthony Monero sent another 10 euro. I think we've raised like close to 100. You know, check out at the end of this show. I think uh, we're going to have another real, we're going to have another new show pretty darn soon. Um, uh, that you got. Thanks, uh, Anthony. He says, Adam, soon Richard Hart is creating. Okay, yeah, you missed the beginning of the show. You did, because I mentioned that he's creating Pulse Chain. Um, um, okay, and and you promote, you're, you paid for this, so I'm going to read what you said. But guys, <laughs> I am not promoting Richard Hart here. I, I just, I just want to say this. I am, I'm not a fan of Richard Hart. I'm not a fan of his at all. All right. Um, I don't like the war mentality. I'm just saying everything that he's done in terms of marketing is very successful. Okay. He is a marketing genius. He may be a sociopath and a psychopath also. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a professional psychologist. I've never, I've, I've met Richard online, you know, twice. He's been on the show twice and everything. And so, I, I mean, I can't do an evaluation of him, a professional evaluation, because I'm not a professional in that manner, but I'm going to read you this again. You missed the beginning of the show. So, uh, but I will read it because you, you paid. And you just sent another 10. Sorry, I was late for the show. Yeah, watch the beginning, please. Um, but because of all this money you're giving me, there's going to be another show. So I think everyone should be happy about, you know, even though I'm going to read this thing, uh, Richard Hart is creating an ETH fork called Pulse Chain, which means you will have double of your hex. So that, that that's the thing. It's the, the, a gimmick. I, I said that he creates these new things to make it, to create, to, it's gamification of his altcoin. He's really good at it. So he's creating another altcoin for that's a you know for the Ethereum people, which is the second biggest uh, crypto constituency out there. I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing, dude. And so the new gimmick is that oh, you should hold on to your hex even longer because you're going to get this another free coin. And dude, people should be able to print their own money. I have no problem with him doing printing his own money, and he's he's gamifying it and. Uh, I mean, he should give the pulse chain away to Bitcoin holders. Okay, he's giving it away to ETH holders and, and hacks holders. Great, great. That's just uh, whatever. He knows what he's doing. He's a good marketer, and it just sh it shows the type of innovation you can do in this space. I, he he is innovating. You know, love it, or, love him or hate him. Um, and this can all be incorporated in the Bitcoin. It can all be used to incentivize more people to get into Bitcoin because people of this world, you can explain things very simply. You know, there's so many complex things that you can explain about Bitcoin and they just drool away and it scares them away. If you just said, hey, you buy this thing called Bitcoin, you control your own private key, you'll get interest on it, okay? Through the crypto dividend process, that would, uh, that would get so many people into Bitcoin that aren't into it now. Okay, the show's been going on for an hour. We got 40 minutes before I got to take a call. And wow, am I going to have enough for uh, new shows? All right. All right, so we talked about a little Biden there. And just be defiant. Keep on being defiant. Oh, here. Here's a headline. Increasing number of Americans are heading to remote places in rugged vehicles that double as homes. So, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be in a rugged vehicle, but I'd love to hear that Americans are just traveling around the United States like I am and living 
in their cars. If I buy uh, a Versa or a, ta a, a, a and I drive around the country some, even though I'm very wealthy now, I will sleep in my car a few nights. I love it. I, it's fun. It's fun to do. So I mean, just just putting it out there. And th that's an interesting, a cool headline. I thought that was. Uh, I, I I I love this. It's I love rugged individualism. And you know, instead of being scared in your basement and, and just complaining about you know, oh, you know, begging the government to lock other people in their houses, you go out there. You live in your car for, your, for a few months and just see what the United States is. And the United States is freaking awesome. So Zion, Zion, and of course I'm a Zionist, long live the uh, state of Israel. But uh, Zion is a decentralized social network built on Bitcoin. J.P. Sears, that awesome comedian uh, with red, long red hair in Austin, Texas, is behind it. GetZion.com. All right. GetZion.com. BitcoinLightning.com. Um, what is this? It's a link. I, I, I had this in a tweet here. Z okay. Yeah. That, that's an article. So Zion is Bitcoin Lightning. He is trying to do social media. He is a social media guy, JP Sears. I mean, he's put his money where his mouth is. He is trying to do Lightning Network social media. That is what Zion is. GetZion.com. It's a waiting list to get on. I don't know if all of you've heard about it. I retweeted about it on August 31st. That's insider information right there, okay? And I found out about it because of BitcoinerJobs.co. They have a community manager chief that they're trying to hire for at Zion, okay? That doesn't take any technical skill. It's the golden freaking age, dudes. You could be, we're talking about marketing before. You don't have to be a freaking altcoin marketer. You can work for these Zion people, Lion, which is Lightning Network, social media, JP Sears, pure Bitcoin. You could take your marketing talent, you could take your marketing talents to Austin, Texas. Like freaking LeBron James took his talents to South Beach, but no, you don't even have to go physically go to Austin, Texas, I bet. I'm not sure about that, but the, but but pound that like button, check out getzion.com and you guys should be following me on Twitter at TechBot anyway, and you should know about this job. I will try to link to it below. Um, I'm going to have to go over all of this and, and add the links when I have some free time. I, I'm not going to have free time for a little while. Um, but just bear with me, people. Keep on checking back in the notes section, and there will be more links and updates on how much money we need to raise. Um, all right. Let's. We've got uh, more comments here. More money is being sent here, and I see. Uh, wait a second. There was Gabriel Shears here, and uh, he is a guy who you know tried his best in Chile. And is now back Chile, a, a country which I very much enjoyed, Santiago, where I met Gabriel Shear in person. He was in charge of the uh, the, the the gulch there. What was it? Gulch, gulch, whatever. I forgot what it was even called. Now it was a a place. It, and and Chile got so authoritarian, he had to move back to Vancouver, uh, to British Columbia, and uh, you know the Western Canadians. Uh, for a while, Western Canadians were. Uh, doing much better in the, in the Bitcoin space than their Eastern counterparts. I don't know if that's still going on, 
But of course, Al Al Alberta is the best province and Gabriel is originally from British Columbia, which maybe what's it, the second best province? I, I don't know. Um, but Gabriel's got some uh, community that he's trying to set up uh, instead of now in Chile. Canada is, which is not a free country, is more free than Chile. And he's trying to set up a, a community up there. But it's always good to see Gabriel, who's been on the show numerous times, um, gamified altcoins just to attract more people to Bitcoin in the end. It's all good. I, I agree. I, I agree, Gabriel. I, I, I agree. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I hope uh, your, your child and your uh, woman are, do, are doing well. I don't know if you have more than one child now. Um, and I, I really hope to visit you in uh, Va Vancouver is a beautiful. I don't know if you're actually in Vancouver or just British Columbia. Um, Vancouver is a beautiful city. And I think it's ridiculous that your horrible uh, prime minister who might get voted out um, if the conservatives, I mean, it looks, it looks like the conservatives are doing better in the polling or something. I don't, I don't know how it all works over there, but usually Trudeau has been able to pull it off. People should be really rebelling against Trudeau is disgusting in his authoritarianism. And it's just so great in the United States because Biden would go, would do exactly what Trudeau is doing, but we have checks and balances here. Um, the federalist system, et cetera. It's awesome. Canada doesn't have the same system. Uh, they've limited travel and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be allowed in Canada anyway, by the way, guys, just so all of, you know, you know, a guy like Yaron Brook got the, who is a freaking, um, you know, believes in free markets, believes in Ayn Rand and is, uh, you know, spreads freedom. He says he got the shot mostly so he could travel. He has tried to travel and he's been such a pain in the tuchless for him. He's, he says, you don't even know. How many, you know, uh, tests I've had to get? How many of those, you know, whatever, the, the virus test? You guys know, last 19 months, I haven't taken any of those up-your-nose tests. The only test I ever got was a blood test to see if I've had it before. I am not getting that thing shoved up my nose. I'm not complying to that. So you, you're, you're on Brooks' says, why is everybody complying? Well, he, he, in a sense, is complying when you are, you know, take test after test and pay hundreds of dollars for these these tests up your nose. So you can get into this country and that country and play this little game to get into England, to get into Israel, to get into this, to get, to get back into Puerto Rico. I've done none of that. I've done none of that. And I've had the time of my life meeting real people in the United States of America, hugging people in Miami. Seeing my friends in Salt Lake City, and I'm, I'm going to go to Salt Lake City uh, starting the 20th. I'll be there a month. Then I'll be in Dallas for a month. Um, I haven't been in Texas during this whole situation yet, but I hear it's okay. Uh, but okay, yeah, I Gabriel, so my, my point is I don't know how you tolerate Canada. I, I could not tolerate Canada. And I will not tolerate Canada. And I will not enter Canada. And, and God willing, Trudeau is gone soon. But I don't have confidence. There are many screaming Karens that are male and female in Canada that just want uh, want a pretty man to take care of them, I guess. Um, and yet, Justin is a pretty man. He's kept himself up very well. Great. <laughs> What's that matter? Uh, you, you pay attention to the content, not what the person looks like. Content. No, Adam, every Anthony Monero sent another 10 euro and dude, I, I bet we're over a hundred bucks. So thank you. No, Adam, every ERC 20 will have its clone included. 
Yes, yes, I I, under, I understand. It's it's a really big project that Richard is undertaking. If you own an ERC twenty on Ethereum, you're going to own it on Pulse also. Okay, it's a really big gimmick. It's a really big thing. It's I mean I don't even know if he's going to be able to pull it off. But the longer he delays it, by the way, the more people who will buy, you know, stake hex. It just it's. It's a big, big game. It's, it is what it is. He's going to end up with something, and then he'll come up with something new. There's always something new. There'll be something new in 2022, something new in 2023. It'll keep on extending it. You see, a lot of these altcoin creators, they're one-trick ponies. They're one-trick ponies. That's it. They come up with a gimmick. It's a privacy coin. Then they can't come up with another thing. So Richard keeps on coming up with another, another, and they're all interconnected. Okay. This is what altcoins are about. You got to keep on coming up with gimmicks. So you spent another 20 euro, Anthony Monero. I'm going to read what you say, man, which means you will have an extra wrapped Bitcoin on Ethereum and Pulse Chain. I really think you and your, your friends, your OG friends, should have a look at them. Um, two Bitcoin for one until you spend it. I'll let you imagine. No, you're a little, you're going to end up with a something called a wrapped Bitcoin on, on Pulse Chain. You're going to end up with something called a wrapped Bitcoin on Pulse Chain. It is, does not core, it is not an IOU for a Bitcoin. Okay. That is not an IOU for a Bitcoin. The wrapped Bitcoin on Ethereum is a trusted IOU, a third-party trusted IOU for a Bitcoin, okay? So, and so there is risk. When you get a wrapped Bitcoin on Ethereum, you're trusting that there is a Bitcoin locked away somewhere, all right? So now you're getting... Just by they're cloning the Ethereum chain onto another chain. That doesn't mean the original IOU for the Bitcoin is not doubled. There's not there's not a uh, the underlying asset is not doubled. The underlying Bitcoin asset is not doubled. So now you just have something that is called a wrapped Bitcoin on Pulse Chain. There is no underlying Bitcoin to that thing. The underlying Bitcoin you still are is you're still trusting is represented by the Ethereum um, wrapped Bitcoin. So to get a wrapped Bitcoin on a clone chain called Pulse, there is no underlying value in that there is no underlying asset so it should be worth zero now some people are going to think that's worth something that's their prerogative right there that's totally your if you think a rat bitcoin on pulse chain is worth something that was that's just the, a rat bitcoin that is just a copy of the original one on ethereum that's your prerogative, dude. 
um, but it's not. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Okay. Um, so I hope that was, I hope you understand what, I hope everyone understood what I just said there. For those of you who think that if you, and I think it's foolish to have a rat Bitcoin on Ethereum, if you think you're going to get another Bitcoin on Pulse Chain because of that, you're not. There is no reason a human being should pay you $45,000 worth of anything for a cloned rat Bitcoin on Pulse Chain. No reason I can see at all. Um, so, a Anthony, I read what you wrote and I clearly um, disagree with the, the rat, you know, saying it's a positive, you know, I don't want to mislead anyone on what they're getting there. Um, Pulse is going to be insane, this guy says. So S S4MGRN says. Glad to see uh, the Bitcoin Masters letting his followers in on what's coming. No, I mean, I just explained to you what's coming with the, the on, on the rat Bitcoin aspect of it. And that it's just a gimmick. To, it's a gimmick to help pump up Hex and to pump up everything that Richard's associated with. Um, okay. Uh, Anthony says, in fact, I don't care if they are wrapped or not. All I know is that my rat Bitcoin has value of this Bitcoin C, of this Bitcoin. But not only one chain, but both because they are forks. Dude, if you have a wrapped Bitcoin on Ethereum and then it's on, and then you're holding it when the pulse chain fork comes and you end up with a wrapped Bitcoin on pulse chain, that wrapped Bitcoin. I cannot guarantee you what it will be valued at. It could very well be zero. There's, there's no, you don't have a promise that that thing is going to be worth anything because all a rat Bitcoin is, is an IOU. It is promising you an underlying asset. You will be promised nothing. There will be no, there is no underlying asset of a rat Bitcoin on Pulse Chain. None. All right. All right. Now, moving on. Um, oh, when I was in the lift the other day, I had to be in the lift. This just shows you how, uh, how passive aggressive people can be during this, uh, what's, what's been going on. I was in the lift and I wasn't wearing a mask, of course. Then the driver was wearing a mask. She was conversing with me. She didn't say anything to me. You know, I, I, I get back. I, I check the computer. I see I've been reported to Lyft for not wearing a mask. <laughs> I, I've got like two messages from Lyft that I didn't wear a mask. I mean, what snitches we have. You know, the, the woman could have asked me. I'm in her car. If she's going to ask me to wear a mask. I will, I will, you know, it's pride. It's that's her pro property. I will respect her property rights. I respect people's property rights, but she was passive aggressive about the whole thing. She, I guess she wanted to get a good review or something. And then, you know, attack me when I was gone. So, I mean, this is the sick snitch world that we live in. 
so yeah, I, I wasn't, yeah, of course I'm not wearing a mask in it. If they're not going to ask me to wear a mask, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't wear a mask anywhere if they don't ask me to wear a mask. I'm not some compliant little, you know, whatever that's going to just, I'm not defaulting to wear a mask. But uh, she defaults to be a snitch. I will say that I've been in other uh, lifts and I don't wear a mask. They haven't said a word to me. One guy, he tries to show, I mean, oh, it was it was so sad. I said something like, I'm not wearing a mask. He's like, I, I'm va- he's like, I'm vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. Look at my card. You know, he was an immigrant. That was so sad. All right. Now, uh, and he wanted to show me his papers. All right. Okay. We talked about the fake sophistication. Risk is a part of living. People have forgotten that. And there's just some people who can't take any risk anymore. And it is quite a contrast seeing this fear virus world and comparing it to my Bitcoin world. This, you know, where so many people are taking risks with their money. Well, it was a risk. I don't think Bitcoin's a risk, but where they're in motion and they're just like living their lives. And I think a lot of you are just probably saying, Adam, you haven't realized how just locked down and, and just paranoid people are. I have, but there's just a certain, you know, being in Baltimore and just having it in your face a little bit more than I usually have. Um, I guess Nashville had been really fun and just, I hadn't seen anything like this for a while. So that's why it's kind of hitting me hard. <laughs> Uh, and why I'm talking about it. All right. So let me erase that. We talked about that. And we talked about how, uh, I don't know how some of these kids are going to end up being grown, uh, you know, what they're going to be like when they're grown ups. Okie dokie. We talked about tradition killers. Uh, Okay, here, this is my thing. Many times on my show, I've talked about the tech Bitcoin golden age we are entering and the opportunities it presents for in-motion people. Look at this fun job at Get Zion. No tech skills needed, no excuses. You get to work with uh, JP. Okay, so that was my tweet. I didn't read that. Cardano is a flavor of the month. I will say this. If that goes above the uh, $100 billion uh, market cap, uh, Hoffman line. That's a pretty big sign. We're in altcoin bubble at that point, but we haven't gotten there yet, but yeah, I'm hearing people talk about Cardano. Dude, I I've been through this stuff so many times. <laughs> Don't get too excited, but yeah, we're going to get once, you, once you get to a point, uh, well, I've explained this on another short show during this cycle, when you get three coins over a hundred billion dollar market cap, Bitcoin and Ethereum deserve it. Cardano at this point or Binance, they don't. So that means you're you're pretty bubbly uh, when you get there. Okay. Here's a spam email I'm getting. Be very careful. Your wallet has won five Ethereum tokens. Don't click on that. It's fake. I would never click on it, but I can see how it triggers people. It's from quote-unquote Coinbase. It's a fake Coinbase. 
I read the book Naked Son by Isaac Asmanov. I actually found it a year ago when I was in Salt Lake City or less than a year ago at one of those free book things. You know, you're, you're running along the street and there's then some people create these little free book libraries. So I took it because I wanted a sci-fi book. And uh, as I like, I like, I love space. I love, I love that stuff. And I never read it. I've heard good things about Isaac Asimov from Isaac Arthur, who's got a great uh, channel here on YouTube. And so I just picked, I randomly got The Naked Sun. And I really recommend it because he, he wrote the book in like 1957. And he, there's a there's something in it that's like Skype, that's like Zoom, and some of the main characters are scared of being around other human beings. They live their entire lives viewing people instead of actually seeing people in person. And I mean, I won't give too much away, but it just shows how far, how sick. He, he saw back then in 1957 how people could fear being around other people's germs, could fear how and how horrible it is to, you know, there's a beautiful convenience behind Zoom. I love the technology of Zoom. But when that becomes a hundred in this book, it literally, literally is a hundred percent of people's interactions on this planet. It's insane. And hell, heck, it could happen for some people now in the in the real world. So it, it's just so, it was like it was meant to be. Besheret, they say in Yiddish, right? Or Hebrew. Uh, the Naked Sun. It was meant to be that I found that book a year ago. And it really pertains to, to so read it, people. Read books. It's fun. I love reading books. I hadn't had time to read a book lately. And I really plowed through it right before I left Nashville. And I got it done. Um, and it, it deals with real life today. He was a smart dude. Um, and yeah, so I enjoyed the book. Um, I mean, there's some corny parts to it and everything. You could tell it was written a long time. time it was some of the, he did a good job of predicting some technology and some isn't exactly perfect, but he was a smart guy. Uh, let me see. Oh, here's a good one. When I was at the barber shop, not of course not wearing a, a mask, and few were at, at, at my bar. And I've gone to this barber shop since I was a uh, uh, right before I was 13 years old, so for, for so quite some time. I love love this barber. He does a great job with my hair too. Um, but I, I I heard some 80 percenters there. There's this one guy. He's talking about how he doesn't like gambling, but he had 200 dollars extra, so he spent it on going to the casino Maryland Live. And gambling on golf. I mean, spending it at, at, at Maryland Live, you're such a C-U-C-K. I mean, you're funding the freaking government uh, because the casinos in, in Maryland, uh, they've got, uh, the only reason they can be casinos is they, they got revenue sharing uh, with, with the government. It's disgusting. And uh it's, it's amazing. People, a guy, he doesn't like gambling very much, but he gambled on golf. He gambled. On... And these people complain about being poor and having no money. 
and uh, trying to blame uh, cryptocurrency people for crime. Uh, you spend your $200 on crypto on Bitcoin, dude. Uh, so yeah, beforehand I talked about, uh, that fear is a religion now that the, the virus cult is a religion. Uh, and you know, it looks like what's disgusted me is that I think people are, you know, people don't like going to hospitals. I think we can say that. There's a certain type of hypochondriac that likes going to hospitals. I get, I get, I, I guess. But people do, you know, part of the reason they take uh, precautions with this virus, they don't want to end up in the hospital. People don't want to get all sorts of diseases. They don't want. No one likes to end up in the hospital. Really, you, you go there to die. But this, it's become fear of the illness has become such a religion that people have turned their whole lives into hospitals. Their houses are hospitals. They look like they're living in a freaking hospital. They've got a mask on all the time. And there's a certain irony to that. And everyone, another thing is sickening. You're, you're protecting yourself from people who are not sick at this point. I'm not sick, but you're scared of me. Everyone is a suspect in their heads. All right. And that's not the way, that's not a good way to live where you're paranoid about every person you see on the street, that you have to wear a mask, but you're, even though you're vaccinated, you're scared of getting something from them. You have turned your life into a hospital and you are also scared. Everyone is a, a criminal to you now. And that's how pe people end up begging for the government to, for mandates. Okay. Okay, we talked about e-cash. That was funny. E.cash. For those of you who want to see what Bcash ABC became, the crypto dividend of Bcash. Richard Feynman said, this is a great quote, science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. Remember that, people. Science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. It's not the freaking wor blind worship of Anthony Fauci, like Anthony Fauci wants it to be. Believe the experts, believe the science. No, science is the belief in the ignorance of experts. Keep on questioning. Um, all right, let me go back to you. Speaking of questions, we're going to end the show real soon because you've got, I think there were some more things that I'm ignoring here. I'm not, not I'm purposely ignoring. Um, Uh, what it means you have an extra wrap. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I've explained the ERC 20. Okay. My wrap Bitcoin. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. No, there were no more. There were no other questions. Uh, VR is stupid. Just get out of your house and experience life in person. Yeah. Well, second point is very true. Get out of your house and experience life in person. VR can be a lot of fun, though. Don't get addicted to VR, though. Okay? that That's the point. Don't make VR your life. It's virtual reality. It's just virtual. People have forgotten there's a real reality out there. Go out and smell the roses, Lance. And I know you are, Lance. And maybe I'll see you in Utah, Lance. Looking forward to being in beautiful, breathable 
Utah. Um, there is a real world, Marty Zal says. Yeah, there is a real world still. I know you know there is. But uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that, I mean, really, they have no, there is a segment of the population that don't get that people like me exist. That people are really traveling. People are getting on planes. People are just hugging and just, you don't wear a mask. How do you stay safe, Adam? Someone asked me that the last time I was in Baltimore. How did you stay safe during all that traveling? What's staying safe? I go back to what I said. Risk is part of life. There's always going to be risk in life. All right, dudes. Um, VR is based. You should try it before you knock it. Well, I'm not knocking it. I am not knocking uh, VR. Definitely not knocking VR. The guys at the Tel Aviv Bitcoin Embassy, they loved to play around with it when I was there, including Udi. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't put it on. Well, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't try it on. I didn't. They were just. They were monopolizing it. I think you can get kind of nauseous too. I'm. I'm willing to try the VR though. Um, just the, the what they had there. These glasses you put on. That was a virtual reality. There's all sorts of different types of virtual reality. And many uh, really loved that. Many uh, was in charge over there at that time. Um, and he loved, he really loved technology and bringing that type of stuff to the uh, Bitcoin embassy in Tel Aviv. And I just think it's sickening in Israel what they're going to mandate a fourth uh, vaccine soon or something like that. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. Um, I, and I love Israel. I mean, I'm glad I didn't get stuck in Israel, man. Um, very authoritarian there. Very authoritarian. They should be ashamed. Every country, not just Israel, Australia, New Zealand, all of them should be ashamed uh, of going down this route. Um, and all three of those countries I had a blast in uh, before all this nonsense. And that's why you got to live your lives, people. Uh, you never know when something's going to change big time. Um, so... A lot of people said, Adam, why do you travel around the whole world? Blah, 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 blah. It's this, it's, no, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad, I, no regrets. Now I get to travel around the whole United States. And it's so sick that Leanna Wang, we'll talk about her more. She wants to have, um, what an authoritarian, disgusting woman she is. She was the Baltimore Health Commissioner at one point. What a great, great job she did. She, she uses that as a success People, if you're involved in Baltimore government at one point and, and you use that as a success, you know there's something wrong with you and because there's no success in Baltimore government. But Leanna Wang, I'll leave you with this. She wants to have um, restrictions, restrictions on interstate travel, which, of course, is totally unconstitutional, which you know translates to pure authoritarianism. Just throw it all out the window. That's what... Uh, that you know, Biden wants to do that too. Uh, we're going to say private businesses over a hundred people are, are going to, it's totally unconstitutional. Private businesses over a hundred people. You are now subject to our whims in the government. Okay. You were making up new rules for you, not approved by Congress or the constitution or anything like that. We're just pulling it out of our backsides. So Leanna Wang thinks it's, it's very good that Biden didn't go far enough. No, 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 no. Interstate travel should be restricted. If you don't get one of these, you should be stuck in Maryland. I should. Leanna doesn't want me to leave freaking Maryland. <laughs> Ain't happening. 
And so one of the cool things about being an American today, the day after Biden announces his ludicrous things, is the blowback that so, so many Americans are like, no, we're not doing this. We're not listening. So many states have said, no, we're not doing it. Texas, Florida, uh, all, there's a whole map of states. Um, so it's not happening. It's what I predicted. I'm not, I, again, I'm not predicting secession. I'm just predicting like, no. If this actually ever became law, and by the way, what Joe Biden proposed yesterday, it will be struck down by the Supreme Court. It will never be implemented. He does not have, but if it ever, if that was, if somehow it were to make it through all the hurdles, that it will never make it through. At the state level, they would just they just will not enforce it. They they've already put their foot down. And just so many Americans have said, no, no, we're not complying, we're being defiant. And I'm proud to be an American today. Um, you know, I'm not into the collectivist thing at all, but I'm just comparing it to other countries where so many of them have just bent over and taken much, much, much worse than what he proposed yesterday. Okay. What he proposed was bad, very bad. What they've implemented in Canada is worse. What they've implemented in Israel, in Australia, in New Zealand is far worse. In Australia, they have camps, camps for people that aren't that. I mean, it's terrible. For, for, for camps, uh, for, for quarantines. So, Americans, my fellow Americans, keep on doing what you're doing, keep on pounding that like button. We'll have another show soon because we, we clearly raised over $100. So thank you, Anthony, and everybody who, who contributed to the show. I didn't make it through all my topics. I have hours and hours and hours of more topics, but I got to go right now. Pound that like button. Thanks a lot, everybody. Spread the word. Retweet it. See you later. Shabbat shalom.